This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatibco on Classic Rock K97. Well, let's spin the wheel of weather, Pete. You know, the old roulette wheel of weather and see what it lands on. Is it going to ra- land on red? Is it going to land on black? Or is it going to land on rain? Let's see. Look at that. Chance of showers or thunderstorms this afternoon and a high of 21 degrees. Tomorrow, we'll have a high of 21 degrees and a chance of showers or thunderstorms late in the afternoon. Uh, We actually got pretty lucky yesterday. Nothing really seemed to develop, which was nice. And now I was hurrying to cut my grass and I could have taken a little bit more time. Got the lines a little bit better, but I was trying to cut in a hurry, and I didn't even need to do it. I had uh, a bunch of stuff going on yesterday that uh, prevented me from doing some yard work, and it was uh, it was about f- five to four or so. My wife gets home usually around four twenty-five, four thirty, and I thought, well, if I get out there right now, I can cut the line. But uh, so I put it off, thinking I would do it today. I should have done it yesterday. What did we learn? Uh, We learned that never have a band in your basement because it takes up most of your day cleaning up chip bags, empties, (laughs) shoes. There's. Uh, I would have. I would have got them to cut it. Seems like you missed a chance here to get a lot of yard work done by the people that stayed for free, drank your beer, ate your chips, and didn't pay anything. I bet you could have had your gardens tilled, your uh, your your walkways edged, your grass cut, your tomatoes pruned, sounds, and maybe massage. Sounds like I missed an opportunity for a power move. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to sleep inside tonight, guys, or mm-hmm. on the driveway? Good. Oh, please wait, go massage my tomatoes. You wait. You wait. You've never experienced this. Maybe it was something inadvertently you experienced. Vicariously through your parents. What's that? Uh, I'll tell you. Coming up before six o'clock. Okay. As as I was leaving the house, leaving my humble abode this morning, I'll tell you exactly what happened. Uh, Twenty one the high today. Thirteen is your current temperature. It looks like Friday, Saturday we will have summer. Twenty five and twenty six degrees in the sunshine. That's good. I'll be completely out of Edmonton. You know, the summer that we've been waiting for. Sunday, none of your business. (laughs) Just disregard Sunday altogether. Uh, We will have... uh Further details coming up around the corner here. Northern Bear Golf Club year-round bookings available for the perfect wedding, party, or corporate function. Modern, majestic, northernbeargolf.com. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Oh, what a night last night. So much fun. Do we see that, uh, is it Crystal? Was that her name that sent us a, a video? Of yeah, I think she just sent it in to us via uh, <laughs> Facebook. Somewhere. Of 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 my son uh, doing a crowd surfing. Crystal last... DeHaas, yeah, thank yes. you for sending that. Thank it's, you, uh, Crystal. I have to say, though, it is the softest stage dive I've ever seen. It wasn't like he dove. It was kind of a stage lift off like an, an angelic millennial just I going ha- through. I have to agree with you. This was not an Eddie Vedder jump from, uh, you know, uh, 12 to 15 feet above the stage from one of the light 
fixtures or something like that into the crowd. This was a, a step off the front of the stage by my son, who was uh, doing the hometown show last night on his Canadian tour. It, 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 he eased himself into the audience. and It was a millennial stage talk. <laughs> Let's be honest about it here. Everybody's uh, fingers ready? Mm-hmm. We don't want any sprained wrists. Oh, I'm sure everybody's fingers were ready, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, the 540 Funny Now, brought to you by the comic strip. This week's headliner is going to be here on Friday morning. Ian Lara is here with the 540 Funny. Both my parents are actually immigrants from the Dominican Republic. That's a Latin country in the Caribbean, so technically, I'm Hispanic, but nobody ever believes me. <laughs> Especially white people, when I tell them I'm Hispanic, they're like, Ian, but you don't look Hispanic. Like, are you sure you're not a little bit African-American? And I hate that question. Am I sure? First of all, I think that's offensive. Both my parents are actually immigrants from the Dominican Republic. That's a Latin country in the Caribbean. So technically, I'm Hispanic, but nobody ever believes me. Especially white people, when I tell them I'm Hispanic, they're like, Ian, but you don't look Hispanic. Like, are you sure you're not a little bit African-American? And I hate that question. Am I sure? First of all, I think that's offensive. And second of all, of course I'm not sure. (laughs) I know what I look like. I'm just as confused as you are. Terry Evans Show with Pete Pacheco on Classic Rock K97. If there's one thing that I've learned over the course of uh, the last uh, nine, ten years of my son being a professional musician is the set times, either by the bar or the band or the booking agency, are never in stone. It's never worked out that way for any band. No. First band last night, uh, Beach Towels, was uh, supposed to be uh, on at 7 o'clock. So, and and then Revolution Engine. By the way, Revolution Engine, fantastic. If you get a chance to see Revolution Engine, a local band, they were wicked last night. Uh, And then Shoddy Horo, my son's... uh, uh, band uh, touring across Canada right now was uh, supposed to be on at 9:40. Well, everything was late last night. So, but the thing was, uh, you know, you, you you get the schedule. So my wife and I Uber down uh. to the station on Jasper, and we get there with plenty of time to spare, have a little dinner, and you know that things are going awry when the shift change happens with the serving staff. Yeah, you're a little early there, old man. And you have to clear up your bill. Yeah. And it's $114. At 7 (laughs) o'clock? Jesus. Well, no, it wasn't 7 o'clock. It was midway through the second band. So, oh, okay. uh, but yeah, we had to we had to clear up uh, our our tab with the original server and then move on to. Oh, she will be taking care of you now. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, should we clear up or does this care? No, let's clear up. Yeah, so 114 dollars to start. Yeah. I don't even know what the what the bill was for the. the here's the thing. 
We go through the three bands last night. We have all of the fun at the station on Jasper. And there's all of the crowd surfing, which you referenced the video on our Facebook page from Uh Crystal earlier this morning. Uh, And then uh, we get home last night. And as we're pulling up in the Uber... By the way, Uber should not rely on you. If you're taking an Uber, it shouldn't be a, which way do I turn? They should have that figured out. There's a reason I'm taking the Uber. You've lived here for 30 years. You can't remember how to get home? Oh, no, I do. It's just that if if I'm paying somebody to drive me home because I can't drive, then they they should know where they're going. But that's besides the point. Uh, So as we're pulling up to the house, I'm going... Oh wow! There's my niece's car. Oh wow! There's my, there's my daughter's best friend's boyfriend's car. Like there was vehicles strewn up and down the street for for yards, and uh, as we got into the house, we open up the bad, you know, the garage door, go into the back door through from the garage into the house. I'm looking. Oh, okay, well, there's these shoes. There's those shoes. There's this. There's that. I come out this morning. There's even more shoes. There's it's it's like a shoe farm. At my back door, leading into the garage. Okay, what's the point here? A lot of shoes? There's a lot of shoes. Okay. And I looked and I thought, well, there's Riley's shoes. I thought he was in the hotel with the... So, for some reason... So, I look, okay, there's those shoes, those shoes. There's my princess shoes for my daughter, because it was her birthday, and she took the limo last. And then, then there's one shoe. I don't know. One shoe? Apparently, I have an amputee sleeping at my house this morning. Oh, Ben Prue's at your house. I can't... Who? The comic. Ben. Oh, the comic. Yes. I can't figure out why there's there, there's one shoe. And I looked. I thought, well, maybe it fell down through my toolbox or something like that. No. So where did you, you leave your shoe? Is it your shoe? Whose shoe is gone? No. Why? I, where is the shoe? I have both my shoes on. Oh. You fell asleep with your shoes on your bed? No. I, wa- <laughs> I walked out. There's a single shoe. That doesn't match with any other shoes. It's like when you're driving and you see, oh, there's a shoe on the road. I wonder what is going to happen with that guy later today. <laughs> I probably didn't get the job interview. Probably not. So, ever played guess the? Uh, eh, there's lots of games you can do with shoes at the door, Terry. Can't think of any off the top of my head right oh, now, okay. but I'm sure I, there's lots you I, can I, do I with shoes. I was thinking shoes, maybe yeah. this was some sort of uh, <laughs> some sort of uh, game show or something like that that you had from your college days. But uh, yeah, so we have a. Uh, well, we did that in college. We used to play guess the age of the girl that was over in college because, you know, you could always tell if, if she had the sketchers, she was probably first year. You know what I mean? And then, <laughs> she just moved out, could be in residence. <laughs> there was like some Aldo's, but they were a little beat up. You know, she was second, third year. And if she had the nice fancy shoes, you scored a good one for the weekend there. Well, then. Yeah. <laughs> and if they lit up, then we had to ask that guy to move out because that was just way too too far. Heelys? Yeah. No Heelys. K97. Talking with some people last night at the venue there at the station on Jasper with uh, all of the fun with the live music. And uh, there are some people that are genuinely excited about the Edmonton Rock Music Festival, which is coming up August 16th and 17th at Horlack Park, presented by K97. And the, uh, uh, the Rock and Roll Society of Edmonton. Rick Springfield, Tommy Tutone, The Pursuit of Happiness, Darby Mills, Wide Mouth Mason, Haywire. Yep. Man, there's a good lineup. Good it's, lineup. 
It's going to be super fun. It's a two-day festival. If you've been there before and seen some of the past acts, uh, it's it's always a hoot. You get in there, and some people like to get in under the shelter of the uh, big gazebo or the big, you know, whatever, palapa. Let's call it a palapa. A palapa? Sure. How about a perugula? Is it a perugula? We'll call it, we can call it a perugula. Sure. Per- perugula or yeah. pagurula? Pagola? Pagola. <laughs> the hot. <clears throat> it's the uh, it's the amphitheater at uh, Horlack Park, and it's all kinds of fun. Tickets at edrocks.ca, or if you go to our Facebook page right now, uh-huh. you will see the opportunity for you to get the last word. Explain how it works, Pete. Facebook.com slash Terry Evans Show. It's the uh, flyer for the Edmonton Rock Music Festival. That's the post. Last comment standing wins the pair of passes. So we've been doing this all week. You have until now, until 12 p.m. noon today to get into the contest. Now it's going to end at some time before then. And if you're the last comment that posted... Tickets are yours. You don't even need to comment anything in particular. It's You can just write down blue or mauve or uh, I want to win or whatever you want to comment. It's, it's, whatever you put there will be considered. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can call me a nerd. You can call me anything. You Pete's can, a nerd, sure. Yeah, sure, it doesn't matter. Whatever you want. Contest is open. Pitter-patter, you got to get at her. You know what? Go on the Facebook page and try and guess Pete's height. Just put in a number uh-huh. feet and a number inches. Just go ahead and guess Pete's height. Huge. <laughs> okay, well, guess something different than huge. <laughs> uh, Facebook.com slash uh, Terry Evans Show. Uh, like Pete said, it's the last word for the uh, tickets to Rockfest. The weekend passes for two, August 16th and 17th at Horlack Park. If it was to end right now, Pauline, you'd be winning. Oh, but it's not ending right now. No. How exciting. It looks like we might have summer for a couple of days. Really? <laughs> yes. Friday, Saturday. Maybe put that in your calendar. Today, however, uh, rain showers, thunderstorms, a possibility this afternoon, a high of 21. Same deal for tomorrow. Looks like Friday and Saturday, 25 and 26 in the sunshine. 13 degrees to start your day this morning. The Comic Strip. This week at the Comic Strip, don't miss the host of NBC's Bring the Funny. Uh, it's Ian Lara. He'll be in on the show on Friday morning after 8 o'clock, being in the know about every show at the Comic Strip.ca. Is it U.S. dollars or is it Canadian dollars? $335,000 for a Lamborghini Aventador. That's U.S., baby. That's U.S.? Oh, yeah. You're familiar with this car? I. It's one of my favorite cars. It's my favorite Lambo, I think, today, other than maybe the Diablo SV. Is this your uh, your buddy in St. Albert? No, he's got, a, he's got a Gallardo. The uh, Aventador is the last. They might be the last of the V12s. It's their flagship. It's their current flagship for their V12. It okay. replaced the Diablo, which replaced the Murcielago, or Murcielago, then Diablo. I like down. cars, but I don't, I don't have the knowledge or really the interest to get so far into it that I have all of the knowledge that... And, and, and that's fine. People who do, that's uh, great for you. The thing is, if you have the cash to buy one, great. $335,000 US is uh, a fair bit of chingo. But if you don't have the cash, 
Apparently, you can 3D print one. Yeah, this father and son duo, little uh, tinkerer, started this off as a project, and they have 3D printed the entire shell of an Aventador. The body? Yeah, the, the shell, the body, okay. right? Okay. Um, and they're swapping in the most swapped motor. I, they, I've taught you a lot of car knowledge here, Terry. Where did they get the motor from? The same thing we're giving away this summer. What is the motor? Yes. What is it? What it's is an it? LS1 from oh, the Corvette. Oh, it's the same motor yeah. from the Corvette that yeah. we're giving away in 97, 98 Corvette. So they, that, that motor's been shoehorned into everything. I think there's a YouTube video of a guy putting one in a Barbie Jeep. I swear to God. Really? Uh, yeah. They have, you can do that? I don't know if it's re, you know safe, but do yeah, the, you can. Do the engine mounts mar- uh, match up? <laughs> Here you go, little Jessica. Can I put it in an easy, easy bake oven? <laughs> <laughs> Put an LS motor in an easy bake oven. That would be true. Put an LS motor on my blender. That'll make my kale smoothie. I, this 3D printing thing uh, intrigues me. I, we, before we bought uh, the house that we're currently living in, we were looking at houses, and one of the houses that we looked at that was for sale, there was a guy who had his upstairs office, and he was three in the process of 3D printing. It was like in a, a glass sort of yeah. square thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what he was printing. I think it was oil field related. I didn't really pay much attention to it, but I think it's cool. And so now you can actually print the body of a Lamborghini on a 3D printer. I'm looking at, I, I wholeheartedly expect these guys to get sued for this, but uh, yeah, they've done it. Um, I don't know where they got the dimensions or, or what have you, but they've, so they've, they've 3D printed it and it actually looks pretty good. Not too too bad. Yeah, they're they not. Uh, they're not doing the old. By eye. Yeah. You know, holding yeah. up their thumb. One of the cars with the most aggressive angles. They just kind of balled it there. Um, anyway, so yeah, they three. It looks. I'm not gonna lie. It looks pretty good. It's way better than back in the day when everybody took a Fiero and turned it into a Ferrari. Fiero Ferrari. I the- thought that was a cooking show. <laughs> Here's isn't your guy, guy Fierro. Isn't that the guy with the blonde hair and the black beard? No, that's not the Q-tip guy Fierro. <laughs> Ferrari, whatever. Oh, so, yeah. how far can you go with this 3D printing? Can you print an engine? Can you print the wheels? Can you print the tires? Like what? What? Well, how? no, they're still using. Uh, they've lifted the rims and tires from something else, um, and obviously the engines lifted from an 03 Vet and LS1 is what they've used for that. And I'm, I'm sure some of the interior parts, the you know, the seats and the steering wheel and stuff hmm. like that, they're going to have to take from somewhere else. But the fact that you can actually 3D print the entire shell is uh, it's pretty phenomenal. It's a neat time to be alive. I think that's something cool to highlight. They've got about 20 grand into the project thus far, and I'd say they're about 60, 70% finished. So well, it'll be cool. 20, I mean, I wouldn't want to stuff one, but... 20 grand seems like a lot to spend on uh, paper for your printer. <laughs> but if you're printing a $335,000 U.S., Automobile, then maybe it's not that much of an expenditure. Well, hopefully they don't need to sell it to recoup the cost that they're going to have to use for lawyer fees because of, you know, that whole patent thing and the copyright thing. and Pishtosh. Oh, the Lamborghini Pishtosh. That's a new model coming out, isn't it? Yeah, it's an EV. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Pete Fatipko. Classic Rock. Classic Rock. K97. It's uh, 6.56. You know, that's interesting. We were talking earlier about the... uh, the Lamborghini that those guys are 3D printing, the father and son in Colorado. Yeah. And the news this morning that the original Beetle, 
Uh, well, the Volkswagen Beetle is going to be discontinued. Uh, this week in Puebla, Mexico, the last one will roll off the line. Uh, originally designed for Hitler back in the 30s, uh, it makes me think, well, maybe they're going to start doing 3D printing of what? a Volkswagen. If you can't buy it from VW because they moved to the Golf yeah. for more room and whatnot. But there's, I mean, that iconic look of the old VW being like Herbie the Love Bug and... <laughs> All See, that stuff. It's kind of funny, though, that car has such contrasting consumers. You're either a hippie about peace and love, or you kill millions of people, and you're a Nazi. Well, it was designed for Adolf <laughs> Hitler. It's just didn't necessarily adopt his train of his thought. His ideology? Yeah, no? that, that stuff. It's still funny. Hitler designed it, and then the hippies took... I mean, it's, it's just funny to think of that it was designed for him, and then the hippies grabbed hold of it as their car yeah. of the love bug. If you can... 3D print a Lamborghini, why can't you 3D print a, a Volkswagen Beetle? Well, one's worth $375,000. The other I could get for, you know, less than what it's going to cost me to 3D print. But can you use the hood of a Land Lamborghini Aventador as a toboggan? <laughs> sure, flip like it you, upside down and do the Chevy Chase down the hill there. Well, it's easy to do with a VW Bug, but maybe not with an uh, Aventador. Might not. I, I would frown upon that. Hmm. Man, 3D printing is getting out of control. I've I got know. a. I mean, they 3D printed the first heart back in April of this year. They're 3D and print- Wilson. <laughs> they're three. <laughs> they're 3D printing organs now. So that I mean, that's that's a step up, right? They've 3D printed full buildings, five story buildings. Now they're not 3D printing it all in one shot, but they're 3D printing you know the panels or or what have you, and then they they get out there and they JB weld or glue or whatever the hell they do with it together, and boom, there's a building 3D printed. An entire building. Yeah. They've 3D printed uh, prosthetics for amputees that are working much better. 3D printed casts. I I bet you in the next, I kid you not, I'd say in the next five years, this will become common practice. They're 3D printing casts a lot at hospitals because they can make them look like a, they're like more of a spider web that goes around you. So your your arm or your leg or whatever the hell you broke breathes better and it fits you better. You'll see that, I think, come into common practice sooner than later. Uh, I mean, somebody 3D printed a jaw for somebody that got it all smashed up somehow. Crazy. That would be awesome for people who, you know, suffer uh, uh, mouth cancer or that, that sort of thing. Well, so. Yeah, no word yet, though, on if anybody's 3D printed a girlfriend. I'm sure that's coming, though. <laughs> well, regardless, there's <laughs> you could 3D print the hottest girl in the world, but still there's somebody out there that's tired of putting up with her BS. She's still a little rough around the edges. Hey, Gotta sand it out a little there. Do you think somebody could 3D print some eyebrows for me? <laughs> As we get to, you know, moving on with things and our kids move out, we start thinking about things that we can do rather than paying for things that they do. You know what I mean? Sounds I mean, like an issue, not an ish me. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Pete, you don't have this because you don't have uh, kids who are 21 and, and uh, about to turn 19. You know, a daughter going to university and, and a drummer. Uh, so <laughs> Sounds cost effective. <laughs> it's not, really. Yeah. So, But when your kids get to be that age, you start thinking, well, okay, they're going to be able to fend for themselves. Now it's time for, you know, uh, my wife and I to go traveling. We want to see some things. Have you ever been to Europe? Yeah. I lived in England for a summer. Is that right? Yeah. Have you ever been to Amsterdam? No, it was on the list, but uh, I was was still a teenager and under the parents' roof at that time. And 
No matter how, we, we talked about trying to figure out a way to get over there, but uh, it was kind of kibosh. Well, because, you, you know, wanted to go over there for all of the stories they hear about Amsterdam. Yeah, I know, especially growing up as a teenager, pre-internet, it's like, oh my God, Amsterdam, dude. It's like, it's just everybody's smoking pot everywhere, right. all day, nonstop. If, if you've ever been to Amsterdam, call us if, if you have a story, an Amsterdam story. I've never been, so and Pete's never been, so uh, the uh, uh, mayor over there, yeah. she's the first female mayor of the mm-hmm. town of Amsterdam, so of Amsterdam. She's uh, talking about making some changes, especially with the red light district, to ensure that sex workers uh, have uh, the rights that they deserve and uh, shield them from gawking tourists. Well, how else are you going to sell your product, Mayor? Well, that's the thing. Even though tourists are probably a huge part of their business. <laughs> like 90? Well, no, it's just, <laughs> the thing is, it's it's more of an aquarium type sort of situation. Yeah, they stand them in, they, if you don't know what the red light district is, it's where there's legal prostitution and they stand them in the windows and they shake their money maker. Right. In this case, that's accurate, no pun intended. And that's supposed to draw in the clients. So what they're, what the, the, the mayor Femke Helsma is uh, talking about uh, ending the street window displays to reduce uh, the number of city center brothels and uh, mm-hmm. maybe even close some of them down, move them elsewhere and stuff. So whether that's going to take away the and I'm using my quotey fingers, charm of Amsterdam <laughs> is another thing. But That's fair, but, I mean, I, if they wanted to do it, they're there. It's a legal pro- process. I mean, don't have to shelter everybody. They're yeah. adults. Make their own decisions. So uh, you may want to take that into consideration. If you have future plans to travel to Amsterdam, the red light district of Amsterdam may be uh, No more? Change. Oh. Well, not no more, but just change. Oh. So it might be, if you've been there before, it might be different than when it was. With us legalizing weed, I mean, how close to uh, legalizing prostitution could it be in Canada? Could we see legal brothels happen here in Edmonton? Right here in Edmonton? Red yeah. light red light district of Bonnie Dune? Oh! Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet, wouldn't it? <laughs> how about the uh, red light district of Cumberland? Oh, easy, yeah. yeah. What about the red light district of Strathcona? And if you want to save a little money, the red light district of Old Strathcona. Oh, that's where things are a little droopier? Yeah, a little sad. Not not quite as, as uh, perked? You can get the senior discount. <laughs> not, not quite as perky as they once were. Yeah. A little slower. <laughs> and not Strathcona, Old Strathcona. <laughs> I'm on a budget can, here, people. You can get your nipples caught in your belt loops if you're <laughs> not careful. I, how about the high-end uh, red light district? I'd like to uh, go to the red light district of Keswick, please. Oh, yes, yes. Did quite well at the tables this week, and we're off to Keswick. <laughs> Windermere, the red ha, light district. Yeah. Uh, except the red light district in Windermere is not called the red light district. It's the Rouge Light District. <laughs> this is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. 735, and the new mayor of Amsterdam is talking about revamping what has long been an attraction for the city of Amsterdam, and that's the red light district. Well, the thing is, some of it is probably justified to make it so that, you know, what's legal is not so much a thing where people can go and gawk. Whatever. Let adults do what adults want to do. Stop trying to big brother everything. It's a different time, though, Pete. Oh, I know. God forbid. Uh, Brad's on the phone. Brad, your Amsterdam story, please. 
So my brother and I, when we both turned 18, the wonderful age of 18, we both went to Amsterdam. Definitely took it in for the full experience of the red light district and the, the flying pig hostel and amenities that Amsterdam can offer you. Well, walk us through the red light district. Like, okay, so you and your brother are headed down to the red light district at 18, revved up, fired up, ready to... You know, experience something of the world, if you will. And well, it's honestly, it's honestly like a pet store. It's like blast, <laughs> like you got said, like you walk. Who's there, that hooker in the window? Oh, in the window. How much is that girl <laughs> in the window? <laughs> so, okay, so you and your brother, how how did you end up choosing? How did you make your selection? Uh, you know what? It was really based off of, hey, she's pretty cute, and well, hey, I got this much in my wallet, well. Time's right. Let's go. Okay. Well, do they hang like price tags off of uh, spots on them? Like, how do you know what it's worth? Well, she told me it's free if they like you or a base charge. And well, I got I got the base charge. But <laughs> so they she didn't like you. I don't know. Very <laughs> bit of a language barrier. <laughs> You should have used promo code K97 there. You probably could have saved on the two-pack deal. Uh, uh, I hope so. Yeah. So how much did it cost you? How much did it cost you? It was like 120 bucks. $120 on your 18th birthday. Well, happy birthday to you. Pretty much. <laughs> so was it a one-and-done one experience, or did you guys spend the seven uh, days? So we're, we're there for two weeks. Okay. And, uh, yeah, there's a few going out. <laughs> did you did you ever see the same girl twice? No, no. Oh, okay. So I it's not like it's not like you hooked up and decided to go to the French Riviera afterward or something. Pretty much. There was no yeah. Facebook request coming after. You know oh, what I mean? But I bet there was a poke. <laughs> that was good. K97. K97. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning, gents. It's Clint. How are you? Not so bad, Clint. You got an Amsterdam story for us? Yeah. Yeah, my mom's from uh, from Amsterdam. She came here when she was 17 from uh, with her immediate family. And I was going to go when I was 21 to go meet the family. I didn't end up going, but my oh mom my God, told Mage. me, said, Maybe don't go to the red light district. My That's not where the good hookers are. They're in the clubs, the good hookers. This is coming from my mom. <laughs> so that's to show you how open-minded the Dutch are. Yeah, it's mother of the year. Moms know right? best. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got for you guys. There's Oh, come on! There's you gotta gotta have a story about the good hookers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't end up going yet. Uh, how do you wait? How does your mom know that? <laughs> well, she's from there, so she just knows like all oh. the ins and outs of the country, right? All right. The ins and outs, you say? I got a feeling there's yeah. more to the story with your mom, if yeah. you know what I mean. But uh, I don't yeah. want to insinuate anything. <laughs> no, she's pretty straight laced. Even though weed's legal, she doesn't smoke pot. She's like even drinking. She went to the bar when she was 14. I ordered a Snow White. It's not a big deal there. So like coming here, everyone goes nuts when they turn 18. Over there, it's not a big deal. Right. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it is. Uh, Snow White, uh, is it extra for the Snow White if you ask for it to be filmed? That's beer in 7-Up. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, Terry, that's his mom. <laughs> and here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. Oh, would you look at that? It looks like we might have some summer on our hands for Friday and Saturday anyway. Today, tomorrow, not so much. Uh, highs of 21 and thunder showers expected in the afternoon. Sunshine in 25 and 26, though, for Friday, Saturday. Summer's like uh, that sign you always saw in your dad's garage that said, free beer tomorrow. <laughs> 
That's summer in Edmonton in a nutshell, you, right you, there. You really nailed it. <laughs> you really nailed it. Um, with, we're looking at 13 degrees right now in the city. The senior special at Stony Plain Golf Course uh, is on. Play 18 holes Monday through Friday for just $55 with shared power cart. More specials and seven-day advance booking. Visit uh, golfstonyplain.com. It's 8.05. And uh, sad news this morning, Rip Torn, best known for his roles in Men in Black, uh, Dodgeball, The Larry Sanders Show. Uh, He passed away at the age of 88 yesterday with his family around him uh, at his home in Connecticut. So rest in peace, Rip, Rip, Torn. I see what you did there. Uh, thank you. Uh, American League won its seventh straight All-Star game last night, beating the National League 4-3. to Indians pitcher Shane Bieber was named the game's MVP after he struck out all the batters he faced in the fifth inning. He immediately went on to face Tom Cruise in the octagon after challenging... Oh, no, that was Justin Bieber that challenged him to the octagon on she, Twitter. <laughs> she have a battle of the Biebs. Hey... That might not be a bad marketing idea right, right there, too. I'm cheering for Bieber. Of course you are. My money's on Bieber. Uh, Woodstock 50 organizers have been denied a permit to hold the anniversary event at its most recent proposed site. A county official says promoters have five days to appeal their decision to deny them a permit at Vernon Downs in upstate New York. Woodstock 50 scheduled to take place August 16th to the 18th. Same weekend as Rockfest here in Edmonton at Horlack Park. Except our venue's confirmed and will go off. Yes. uh, As of right now, Woodstock 50 has no confirmed venue and (laughs) no tickets have gone on sale. But it's a bummer because when I talked to Carlos Santana, who was at Woodstock in 1969, he was really looking forward to being a part of the 50th anniversary Woodstock. So... Whether that comes to fruition or not is remains to be seen. Oh, there's been another food recall. Easy, Pete. You'll be fine. The Canada Food Inspection Agency is pulling Eat Smart bags of kale salad off the shelves because they may contain listeria. So, in things you don't need to know... Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> these are the 794-gram bags with best before dates of July 17th, or never, if it was up to Pete, because he doesn't eat vegetables or fruit or anything that could provide uh, him with an iron supplement. I get my daily fruit roll-up in me. I'm fine. That counts. Says fruit right in the name, Terry. Fruit does Twizzlers don't count as fruit. Starburst has Starburst are pretty close. Okay. All right. <laughs> Eskimos in action tomorrow night in BC. BC one and three. Eskimos two and one. They had their bye week this past week. They kick off week five tomorrow night in BC. The all new Terry Evans show with Pete, Pete Fatipko. Classic Rock. On Classic Rock K. 16 and John Fogarty tickets for you to win. Beat the box office. Uh, Fogarty tickets go on sale on Friday. It's his 50-year trip, which will be at Rogers Place on October 15th. Yeah, it's going to be a good concert. Doors open at 7, show at 8. And by then, we should have some summer, so it could be warm out even. 
by October 15th? You I, think I'm, we'll I'm just guessing the some, whole thing got pushed back. Okay. Uh, short sleeve shirts for the October 15th <laughs> John, John Fogarty concert. 780-451-8097 is the number to call. 30-day rule in effect. If you've won in the last 30 days, give it a rest. Let somebody else have a chance. What's the game today, Terry? We clear the lines to make it fair for everybody and say hello to you on the phone. What's your name? Rod. All right, Rod. The game is name that John. Okay. Okay, I'll give you a, a, a clue. You identify the John for John Fogarty tickets. Okay. This John was found dead in room 658 of the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Well, actually, Paradise, Nevada, uh, in 2002, June 22nd, uh, 27th. John Belushi? Uh, no. Not oh. John. That's a good guess. Uh, John okay. Belushi. That was he was he died in California. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Bye. This is uh, a different John. Hi. Who's this? Hi, it's Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Uh, room six fifty eight of the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Paradise, Nevada. He was found by the uh, well. He was unresponsive to the stripper that he was sleeping with. Oh shit. Oh, I can't think of a name. Can't think of a name. No. It's a famous John. You want to throw out any John here? Just a Hail Mary pass and maybe you hit it? Well, I know it's not going to be this, but the only one I can think of right now is John Wayne, but he died. <laughs> yeah, he didn't He didn't make it to the 2000s. Yeah, no, no, he didn't. <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. Have a good day. Hi, who's this? Oh, it's Henriette. I didn't want to hang up. Uh, I want to say John Lennon. Nope. No, John yes. Lennon okay. was 1980. <laughs> Hi, who's this? Is it Glenn? It's John Candy? No, nope. John Candy nope. was also in the 80s. Not John Candy. Wow, we're 90s. We're rolling through the Johns here, aren't we? Hi, who's this? Paul. Yes, Paul. The answer is? John Entwistle. You are correct, sir. Who? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hookers. You know, you you, you Google. <laughs> I know. Well, it was a stripper, but a slash hooker, I suppose. But uh, when you Google, when you have your name Googled, Paul, do you want it to come up with? He died with a stripper. <laughs> In Vegas. Well, maybe. Actually, it, yeah. I'm maybe. like, sounds kind to me. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's debatable, yeah. I don't know what my wife would think of that. But. Well, that's, <laughs> he died I, doing what he loved. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, Paul. You've got John Fogarty tickets for Hang October on. 15th. Hang Absolutely. on. I'll get your vital statistics and whatnot. We have more to give away tomorrow. We will do those tomorrow morning at 716 for the John Fogarty tickets. October 15th, presented by K97. And and here are some things you don't need to know. Got a kick out of this story down in Missouri. Okay. Suspect was running from the cops. He was uh, caught peddling some illegal substances or, you know, suspected of. And he's running. Uh-oh. He's jumping fences. He's doing the Usain Bolt. He sure. manages to get away. Right. He's nimble. And he's like a little cat. Team gone. So they're out there looking for him. Right. And they've even got the police dog, and they're having a hard time finding him. They can't get him. Like a 45-minute search. Hmm. They're about to give up when all of a sudden from the bushes they hear... A fart gave away where the guy was. I guess he couldn't hold it in any longer. You can't control your farts? Yeah, and then the dog got a whiff of it and was right on top of him. So this guy, after all of that... He he outran like half a force there and got a got a little taquito squirt there and that was the end of that. <laughs> That's an awesome story. Uh, oh yeah? Yeah. I got one. You got a thing I don't need to know today? Uh, I got okay, a thing you got? don't need to know. You scream, we all scream. Oh, okay. 
We all scream for ice cream. Uh, no, not so much on this one. A Florida convenience store worker ruined an estimated $2,000 worth of ice cream at a rival business by urinating, spitting, and sticking her snot-covered fingers into its frozen treats. Oh! Is this all because of the cop? Is this a copycat ice nope, cream? No, nope. she just uh, had an issue <laughs> with the rival business. So she, there's footage of it from June 17th. She peed in the Ben and Jerry's? She, she, uh, huh? $2,000 worth of that. Ew. That is not a delicious treat. No. Right there. Hopefully they didn't put it on clearance and they just disposed of it. Ew. No. <laughs> Talk about having a swirl at the tip of the cone. Oh. No. Neil Young, K97. It's 845 and we have your opportunity to win with K97's last word on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Terry Evans Show. Super, How does it work, Pete? Super simple. Find the Rockfest Music Festival poster there. You can't miss it. And all you got to do is be the last person uh, to comment when we shut down the contest. Contest runs every day when we kick it off during the show until 12 o'clock noon. Now, we could end it at 11.59. We could technically end it at 8.47 right now. And if you're that person that comments, Ooh. boom, you're off to Rockfest. You don't have to comment anything particular. You can just comment g- gimme. Yeah, sure. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Because gimme always gets. What if you just do one gimme? One gimme? Yeah. I think you're missing a chance to have more gimmies. Gimme, gimme. This isn't golf with you. <laughs> Listen to Foot Wedge over there. <laughs> this is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. Wet weather we've been uh, receiving recently has uh, brought about the mosquitoes. Oh, I know. I took the dog to the dog park last night at about 9, 20, 9, 30, just mm-hmm. as the sun was going down. Yeah. And started off as a nice... Pleasant time with the dog and laughing. Ow, ow, stop, go away. Sucking my will to live. Yeah, well, I I don't know about the dog part, but I sure was happy about uh, Buzz Boss swinging by my place with the Buzz Shield air and ground service. What's that about? They they spray for mosquitoes, and so you you have mosquito-free yard. How do they do? Really? Yeah. Buzz Boss. I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't even know it was a thing. Buzz Boss Mosquito and Pest Control. Buzzboss.com, man. So what do they do? They just come and spray like a fog or something? It's a, it's they it's a mixture of uh, some interesting huh? stuff that keeps the bugs away. I love it. All right, I'm gonna have to try that out because I hate mosquitoes, man. Love it. Yeah, you know, every once in a while you see on uh, Facebook uh, somebody's looking for a recommendation, and mm-hmm. uh, they oh hey, the toilets clogged, need a plumber. You know, hey uh, Darren Debransky at DLD Plumbing. Uh, Darren can be contacted at dldplumbing15 at gmail.com. He's a single contractor, does small jobs and stuff. You know, a good flush beats a full house any day of the week. <laughs> it's true. He's been a longtime K97 listener, like 15 years. So a special salute to Darren at DLD Plumbing this morning. Appreciate you listening, Darren. And you talked about your dog thing there at the dog park. Yeah. It's interesting that you brought that up because I saw something about dog owners. Yeah. You have two dogs. Yeah, they're my bestest friends in the whole wide world. Ah, it's interesting you say that. Okay, why? Very interesting that you say that because, according to a new survey, 61% of dog owners don't care about any of the business that their dog has got going on in their mouth. Uh, you know, dogs lick everything, right? Yeah. Well, 
according to 61% of dog owners, they don't care about any of the things that the dog licks. They say they kiss their dog in the mouth. Okay. It's nothing that crazy. No? I don't okay. kiss my dog in the mouth. I think that's a little odd. 50, my dog lick my well, face, though. It, okay, that's that's what they're saying. Oh, yeah, wow. let the dog lick. Isn't a dog's mouth cleaner than a human's mouth anyway? Mm, well, I've, I've heard that, too, but uh, there's debate about that. Here's the interesting. 52% of dog owners say they kiss their dog more than they kiss their significant other. <laughs> Well, how are you and Loren doing in that department? We're okay. Thank you for okay. asking. Just, that one. just checking. But I mean, I'd rather kiss my dog than say like Brad after his Amsterdam trip, but he shared that in the red light no district kidding. with us, right? Or, or Brad in copy. <laughs> one of our copywriters. That would be a tickly kiss with that little mustache he's got mm, there. I suppose. Uh, they also found that the majority of people would rather share their bed with their dog than their partner. Yeah. Well, that's flipping around and arms flailing about. Well, don't do, do, do both dogs sleep on your bed? Yep. Really? Yeah. So there's the four of you on your bed. Yeah, and we we the dogs and myself split about thirteen percent of the real estate that's available, and Loren gets the other eighty-seven percent there. Lucky dog, lucky dog. Yeah. I'm a lucky. Oh, what's that? A snossage? 